G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Jesus said some funny things. Just before he was crucified, he said to his disciples, you know something, it's good for you that I'm going away. What was all that about? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take a look at the coming of the Holy Spirit from a different perspective. When life is parched and dry, empty and hollow, Jesus has a plan. That plan is to pour fresh, living water into us, deep, deep inside. His plan is to fill us to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. Sounds all religious, doesn't it? But here's the thing I really like about Jesus. He's not so much into ritual and religion. No, not that at all. There's another R word that's much, much higher on his list. Relationship. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. But who or what is the Holy Spirit? What's he like? What's he about? Why does he exist at all? Well, today let's check him out. What did Jesus have to say about the Holy Spirit? And what's the Holy Spirit got to do with you and me? Fresh living water is God's plan for a parched, dry life. It's a great plan. In fact, you know, I think... Life is meant to get parched and dry and thirsty sometimes because God wants to make rivers in the desert and turn our lives into a fresh, vibrant, living life. And the living water that he promises is God himself, God the Holy Spirit. Now, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are the three persons in the one Godhead. Don't ask me to explain it to you. It's a mystery. We we don't fully understand why God is like that, but we know that God is three persons in one. Now, God the Father, Dad, as Jesus called him, which outraged the Jews, well, we have a picture of what a good dad is like. Maybe we haven't all had good dads, but we understand what God's saying about himself when he says, I'm Dad. And Jesus, Jesus the Son, well, we know what he's like. Because we've seen him in the flesh. We can read about him in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, which are the accounts of Jesus' life and all he did and the things he said. So we can picture him, tender-hearted. He loved and healed and blessed and fed the outcasts. He hated religious hypocrisy. He suffered, he died, he rose again. We can read all about him. We can, in a sense, see him and hear him. But the Holy Spirit, well... He's not Father and He's not Son, but He's Spirit and and Holy. And that's not easy to picture or to understand. And, And sometimes I've heard people call Him It. So who is He? And what's He like? 
Jesus told us that. Jesus was about to be crucified. He'd lived for three, three and a half years with his disciples. He'd been out doing his public ministry. He'd been out healing people and blessing people and preaching amazing sermons and and just being Jesus and being God and being just the most wonderful, wonderful saviour. And they're about to go to this tough, scary time because Jesus offended just a few people. Jesus showed up the religious hypocrites. Jesus went and healed people that the religious leaders wouldn't have even given tuppence for. So there was this plot afoot for him to be crucified because he was upsetting the religious apple cart. And this is what he says to his disciples, who at that point in time were fearing for their lives. Jesus had been telling them that he was going to be crucified. They were petrified. They saw this this man who they knew to be God, but he was going to be killed. What was that all about? And into that, he speaks a promise. It's always what God does, you know. We, We expect God to disappear when life gets tough. We think he's a million miles away. And all of a sudden, God shows up with a promise. And here's the promise that Jesus had for them. He said, if you love me, you'll obey what I command. And I'll ask the Father, and he will give you another counsel to be with you forever, the spirit of truth. You know, the rest of the world can't accept him because they don't see him or know him, but you do because he lives with you and and he'll be in you. I won't leave you as orphans, said Jesus. I'll come to you. Before long, the world won't see me anymore. But you'll see me, because I live, you will live too. On that day you'll realise that I'm in the Father, and you are in me, and I'm in you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I'll love them too, and show myself to you, and I'll come and make my home with you, as will the Father. Jesus promises another counsellor, another comforter, another one just like me, literally is what the words say in the Greek. So all of a sudden we know what the Holy Spirit's like. The Holy Spirit is just like Jesus. Jesus was was crucified. He rose again. He went back to be with Dad in heaven. And the disciples didn't really understand what was happening, what was going to happen. They were devastated. And into that Jesus says, look, This Holy Spirit I'm going to send, this other advocate, this other comforter who's just like me, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone in the world because a whole bunch of people won't get it. But if you love me, if you follow me, if you give your life to me, if you're prepared to die for me the way I am for you, then I will send you another one just like me. And we will come and make a home in you. I'm in my Father, you're in me. You're going to have this close and tender and wonderful relationship with God. And the Holy Spirit is God in us. Dwelling, abiding, never leaving, never never getting up in a half and moving out. No, that's not what Jesus said. If you love me, you'll obey what I command and I will ask the Father and he will give you another counsel to be with you forever. Just let's think about that for a moment. Jesus is saying God is not some distant concept. God is not some idea or or book or building. God is not the dry, boring, religious patriarch that we might expect. This God that I'm going to send you, God the Holy Spirit, is just like me. This Jesus who went into the tax collector's house and sat and had dinner with them. This Jesus who reached out and touched the outcast leper 
and healed him. This Jesus, who looked the religious leaders in the eye and and called them, you brood of vipers, you hypocrites. This Holy Spirit is just like Jesus. And in the same breath, Jesus says, peace I leave with you and my peace I give to you. I don't give the way the world gives, so don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't let them be afraid. These disciples had everything to be afraid of. They were in fear of their own lives. And Jesus said, this Holy Spirit, this is me coming to dwell in you. And this spirit that I'm giving you and and putting into you and pouring out into your life will bring you peace and joy and living water in a parched land. In fact, Jesus said to them, you know something? It's good for you that I'm going to go away because if I wasn't, you wouldn't get the Holy Spirit. Isn't that awesome? Jesus is saying it's better that you should have the Holy Spirit than it is that you should have me. Because the Holy Spirit can be with you 24 by 7 and the Father and I and the Spirit can dwell in you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week without any physical limitations. This is an intimate, intimate desire of God to dwell in us, to give us joy and contentment. Father, I pray for each one of us that you would just open our hearts and pour your Spirit in, in Jesus' name. today, I was just wondering if I could ask for your input, a bit of help if you will, to guide me along the way. As you might imagine, we receive a lot of feedback to a different perspective from right around the world. And one of the most common things people say is, I wish you could teach more about subject X or whatever. So that got me to thinking, wouldn't it be great if we could be a bit more deliberate about that? Wouldn't it be great if I could get your input on the teaching topics that would really speak into your life? So could I ask you, when you have a moment, to head across to teachingtopics.org to have your say. It'll only take you a couple of minutes, and who knows how many other people right across the globe might be blessed by your God-inspired ideas. That web address again is teachingtopics.org. Just a few minutes of your time could have a powerful impact that ripples out into countless places that we can't even begin to imagine. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.